What's good? It's Kemba from the motherfucking Bronx. You listening to the Rap Writer Show. Don't say no bad shit about me. I promise you, I'll come see you. Peace. <laughs> Shout out to Kimba. That was awesome. Shout out to Eric for getting that, too. Um, so today we are two men down, but two man crew. Yes. Uh, Dan is in L.A. doing Dan things. And I think he's in... Is he? Where is he now? I'm pretty sure he's here. He's here? <laughs> I think Dan, he's in Jersey. Dan's in somewhere in the, in the States doing <laughs> Dan things. And Eric is in Texas, I think at South by Southwest. Yes, that's where he got the drop from yeah. Kimba. Yes, yes, yes. Doing his job. So, thank you, all. This is uh, the Rap Writer Show, the show that no one asks for, where we talk about rappers. Um, and so, I am Manny. I'm Reed. And we have a special guest. Charles Holmes. What up? Nice, nice, nice. Honor and, God. Uh, infamous on Twitter? I wouldn't say infamous. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, I guess we start off with just, um, well, tell us about yourself, where do you write, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm a staff writer at Rolling Stone. Um, I also do video there. Honestly, uh, they just throw me at the wall and see what sticks so far. So I've been there for a couple uh, months right now. Before that, I was at MTV News. And before that, I was uh, freelancing for a bunch of places like Complex, Billboard, Vader. Just, yeah. Or, uh, so at what point did you start uh, writing full-time? Oh, man, it's probably been about two and a half years before that. <clears throat> right out of college, I didn't go to J school. I was just like, I want to be doing something creative. I was like, yo, I will work at a sneaker company doing their social media. Hmm. I quickly hit a wall in Philadelphia. So I moved here to work at a social media place uh, for a charter school. I was like, this is racist and horrible. <laughs> I just want to write. So I quit my job. I was like, I... DM'd on Twitter my editor right now, Brendan Klinkenberg, while he's at Complex. I was like, I don't know how, but I want to start writing. And he's like, all right, cool. Just send me ideas. And from there, it was just like, I just started pitching him. And now I'm at Rolling Stone. So, yeah. Right. This, was there a point where, um, I guess, I feel like there's always a point in the beginning of, of uh, as a music journalist that you kind of question, is this the right decision? Like, damn, I'm like... Struggling, probably struggling for money, uh, <clears throat> probably getting pitches, getting getting, uh, getting denied, um, not doing the uh, what you think you should be doing. Was there a point for you, and how did you overcome that? I will say there was, I don't think I ever got to that point because the last job I had was so bad. Like, I felt like I had sold my soul, especially against my people, like black people. Like, I was just like, this is bad. Like, I was working for a lot of people who, you know, were beating me down. Mm -hmm. And writing was something where I was like, no matter if I'm not making money, like, I'm fulfilled. I can tell stories that I want to tell and I can add something. So there were points I will say where I was just like, I don't know if I will be able to survive as a writer, mm -hmm. but I know I made the right choice and i think that's like something where you know right now that i'm a staff writer you know i think people come out of the woodworks like other companies now are like oh like you have rolling stone and mtv news come do pr come do this stuff and i'm just like well if i wanted to do that stuff like i would because like there's money in that but i don't do it for the money anymore mm. you know i do it because i'm doing what i love yeah 
do people uh, I'm just curious when you say that because I definitely got that a couple of times like hey you ever thought about doing PR but I just wanted to explain like um why do you think it, people think if you did these if you wrote at these um um at incredible places you can easily transition to PR where do you think that come from well I think part of it is it's twofold first it's like it proves that you can make yourself hot. So once you start working for places like a PR company is like, oh, he must have connections because he works at, he worked at Rolling Stone or he knows people mm-hmm. at Complex, he knows places, people at Billboard. So he can get whoever we're working with into those places. Mm-hmm. And then second, I think that being a writer, you can almost do anything with that. And I've been in PR. I was like a PR like intern and right. I didn't like it, but you're literally writing all day, you're pitching all day. And it's the sa- it's part of the same skill of like, we've all had that you pitch and then you just get rejected. And that's literally PR times a thousand. <laughs> right, right. But I, I wouldn't want to do that because I'll be honest, like I don't care about artist careers that much. Like I literally like, if I had to worry about getting like an artist more popping, I would like, yeah, I fucking <laughs> off myself. Right. <laughs> As a... Uh, you two guys both have full-time staff jobs. I don't. Um, I haven't had one in a long time. You mentioned earlier at your past job, or not earlier, like two seconds ago, um, <laughs> that it was not like, it was kind of getting you down yeah. and um, wasn't right for you. Do you guys think that jobs exist out there in music media that are like fully ethically correct? Um the influx of like branded content, all the other shit, PR, advertising. Do you think those kind of jobs exist? Are your jobs like that? I think they exist. Um, I think some are more, I don't know how I can say this. Some are more open to like, I guess, um, creative, being creatively, but being um, organic mm-hmm. than others. Whereas I think some companies is literally be like, hey, this guy, this company, um, X company paid thousands of dollars for us we need you to write about why this person is why this this thing is nice and so there's people who are blatantly like that and there's others just like you know what uh i have a right they probably come to you like hey i got this this is this is a writer be like hey i got this idea of the such and such and they're probably like oh you know what i can probably get money behind that from this from this ad agency or whatever from this company um and they'll just put support it mm-hmm. i think that's it's like it's, it's, those are the two sides. So there's some who's just like, no, we're, you're, they're paying us a million dollars, so you need to write about why this is nice. And there's some who's like, okay, we have this person. Is there anything we can we do with this that's organic? And then they go for it from like that. I definitely think it's like a it's there are <coughs> levels, and I think that you like people who just read can tell which publications are. Uh, still covering it with some type of like journalistic integrity. And I know that there are some companies out there that I'll go nameless where you can tell, like, you know, you can't say anything about this artist yeah. because we are in bed with them. Yeah, sure. Um, and I think that, you know, you at this point, luckily I work at a company where it's like, I don't, they're not telling me I can't write this. I can't write that. If I have something critical to say about an artist, they let me say it, Mm -hmm. but it always comes from a place of like, this better be written well, because I think anything I'm critiquing, this took somebody a lifetime to make, or this took somebody years to make. I just cannot tear it down in 30 minutes without my take being bulletproof Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and me being able to stand by my words. And I struggle with that every single day. Yeah, exactly. 
it's definitely like um luckily I'm, I'm at a place uh which shall rename nameless um that uh they don't never come to me and be like let's we can't do that so i think because i feel like if that happens uh I, it's it's dead then yeah. you're you're out of, it's just a, <laughs> just a dead place right um but yeah we were talking before about um Rolling Stone yeah. and where they're going with things. Can you talk a bit about on air, like how things are changing? Cause I think for a lot of hip hop heads, including me, um, like I always viewed it as kind of old guard mm-hmm. and old white rock guys who were a little like late to the game and getting into hip hop. Um, and it seems to be changing with writers like you. Um, could you talk a bit about like how that's changing and what's Rolling Stone is sort of becoming in your mind? Yeah, I can speak to it uh, just from the past couple months. Um, I think that they realized, or at least I hope they did, that, you know, they needed to get more people in there who are reflective of the culture and can talk to certain things. And when I went in there, I will say this. Everybody at Rolling Stone super loves music, and a lot of them are up on hip-hop and know about it, but they knew that they needed a change. Mm -hmm. And when they hired uh, one of my old editors, Brendan Klinkenberg, who was at Complex to come over there, uh, I was still at MTV News. And when something finally opened up, we were talking, and we would literally just go out. We go out for drinks still, and we just talk about what's important to us as writers, what's important to us about music and how can we write about that well? Because I think to me, the problem about rap writing now is that you have a lot of fans and you have a lot of people who want to be either A, the rappers or B, next to the rappers. Mm -hmm. And that makes for bad writing. Mm -hmm. I think that the best writing you see on music in general is when you have enough distance to just want to tell good stories. Mm -hmm. That's why I can literally, they will, I can write about Ariana Grande in the same way I can write about Kendrick Lamar Mm -hmm. because that's what we're trying to build there. We love music and for Brendan and I, um, and then for other people like Susie who works on the Latin side and Brittany who does a lot of our pop stuff mm-hmm. or Amy who does the business stuff. We all just love music right. and they're never like you're the rap writer. All you do is cover rap. They're like, hey, Charles, we know you're really, really passionate about X, Y, Z. Can you do this on video? Can you come on the podcast? So that's what we're trying to build. I think a something more nimble with a bunch of young people of color who can tell these stories. Right. Uh, oh, I want to talk about because I loved your piece that you did about the babies. Yeah, the best rappers <laughs> in the world are babies. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I wonder if it'd, it'd be super cool. If we had the babies and the dolls come together and like form like this super group. <laughs> um, I guess um, when you see things like this or see a trend, how do you how do you capture it? And how do you um, like what made you be like, oh shit, let me write about this? So it was funny. I was having an existential crisis as a writer recently where you know rolling stone comes with this name you know when i will i will be honest before i got to rolling stone it was like i was in a dip in my career People were like what who who cares like you know i was freelancing i was doing all this shit and then i finally got to rolling stone and i was writing the same exact stuff mm-hmm. it was edited better because brendan is a great editor but it's the same like the ideas were similar but it was rolling stone so stuff i would do had all of these eyes on it so i started changing my writing i was like i want to do the profiles and i want to do the important stuff and like blah 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 and then brendan and i finally were like he's like yo dude like be be you be funny not because like anything i was doing was bad or performing he's like you're trying to kill yourself trying to live up to something that it does like it doesn't matter and that was one of the pieces that we were just like 
that was one of the first ones I had where we were just joking around in Slack. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, yo, have you seen like the, the baby albums, the best and like little baby's great too. And bad baby. Oh, I love her. And like, he was like, yo, like we were like the best rappers in the world are babies. And he's like, go write it. And mm. I think that was like the first time, like in my short time at Rolling Stone, I was realizing, I was like, the big profile stuff will come like the other big, like, you know, stuff mm -hmm. that like other writers are like, oh, that was written well, we'll come. But you got here because of you being funny. And I think that my mind naturally works in that way mm. where I'm just like, I see a trend, I see patterns, and that's when my best writing comes. Mm -hmm. And that was what I was trying to capture with the baby piece is that like, to me, Lil Baby is the best rapper out. He's the best rapper in Atlanta, the baby similar similarly in a week where Two Chains was dropping, Solange was dropping. The baby comes out of nowhere and drops the best record. That yeah, that's a good record. Mm. So I like that was in my mind, and it was just like Slack was the place where I was just like arguing with a bunch of people, throwing out hot takes, and that's where it was born. Mm. Did you ever consider, like in your career, that you were like your best writing was actually your tweets as opposed to like your full pieces. You're like, cause you're, you're great at Twitter. Yeah. And your Twitter is like, it's very, uh, the tweets are like very, they're dumb and trollish, but they're done in like a very eloquent kind of way and snarky. And, um, which is why I think the baby's piece encapsulated you as a writer so well, cause it's such a silly idea, but you backed it up. Um, so well, um, did you ever think like, wow, my tweets are like my best writing and like, did you have to work to figure out how to write a full piece that was like how you write your tweets kind of? So the funny thing about that is, is that um, I always had it in my mind. You should write like you tweet and it doesn't always work. But the funniest <laughs> thing that happened was like when I hit up Brendan, he's like, dude, like, like for a minute, just stop. Like all of your ideas, like I will, I will pay you. Like, I will pay you to be a writer and you can still tweet them out. But before you have mm -hmm. the idea, like sell it first. And mm -hmm. then it, it like it changed my mind because I was just like, oh, like I'm tweeting literally for free. And he's just like, yo, like, like send me like I would pitch him literally sentences like I would pitch him my tweets and then I would go tweet it once I had like I had secured the bag. I would like, or sometimes I would like, I would throw out something and it would blow up as a tweet and I would literally send it to him. Like, can I write about that? Sure. Mm. So now the way that like, I always go back to it is when I, I tell new writers to do this too. When I open up a document, I write a sentence that is basically a tweet. And then I hit the space, mm. like I hit like enter twice and then I write the next sentence. So like, hopefully every single sentence is a take. Every single sentence is a, is basically can work as a tweet. I can literally copy and paste any of this, post it to Twitter mm -hmm. and people will like it. And I'm not saying that it works 100% of the time, but that's me trying to capture the essence of my, of the humor that I have on Twitter in right. my pieces. And it, <laughs> it does not work that well. And I am not there yet, but it's something that I know like my best writing comes from that practice. Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, as a writer, as a music writer, um, that you need to have a Twitter, I guess, I guess you need to have like a Twitter, um, not personality, but a Twitter. Um, kind of controversial in a way or like just like a takes presence. That's yeah. the right word. Oh, uh, no, I actually think that Twitter was that thing for me, but I would say for any 
For any um, writer, you just need to have a community. So if you're on Instagram and you're really, really well, like you're doing well on Instagram, you're doing well on Tumblr, or if you're doing well on anything, you just need to have people who can kind of be like, that take was horrible, that was trash, and can kind of like help you realize what hits. Right. And that, like, to a lot of people, like, Twitter's a dying meat. Like, Twitter in general is just dying. So it's just, like, it's anything. If somebody's on Instagram and they want to be a writer, just be like, yo, these are my best posts ever. And try to figure out why people like them. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Um, so we're going to take a quick music break. And we're going to get to our topic of the day. Coop, hopping out like Jack in the box, nigga. I'm gonna shoot if this 30's all that I got, nigga. Time's up, got my coins up, my bars up. Soon we find them, we gon' slide them, we line them, straight recline them. Pistol grip, I got them kinds of. I'm not your driver. Shot go hit him, he won't answer. I'm throwing. I love that song. I love, 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 love video. That song. It's great. Video, yeah. You say that's probably, that could be Dave's best video. I that's would, crazy. I would say that. I don't think so. What you what you what you get up there? Did, wait, what do I rate that video? In, what, what other videos comes to mind? Uh, I think day? humble was probably uh, like yeah. It's still because I was saying this earl like earlier. I was on the show and I was saying like it's funny how the TDS finally figured out how to survive in like this video landscape, mm-hmm. and they did it with Kendrick, and mm-hmm. now it's like going to like J Rock and Schoolboy because yeah. like if you want to be like name me a good Schoolboy Q or J Rock video before this year or before <laughs> yeah. last year true 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 yeah because i remember j-rock videos was pretty much shot like in the park yeah <laughs> <laughs> i saw every j-rock video was him doing a backflip like, doing backflips like for no reason yeah where's where's abso i don't know chilling abso and Is isaiah it? yeah isaiah I'm, i love isaiah last time I saw Isaiah was with you, and it was like at a vape. Pen- yeah, pen that premiere. vape party. <laughs> that Jeez. might be the that might like, be yeah, the problem with TD. Gig. Is that like it's just it's too big. It, it's yeah. too big, and I feel like they finally found their uh, cash cows. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. everybody else yeah. can wait. Well, they keep signing people too, though, yes. which I don't understand. Sir and everyone. Yeah, so I'm just like I guess I feel like yeah. I think you're absolutely right. They got like they got the big three, which is. Kendrick, SZA, Kendrick, Q. And I guess right after, under there is J-Rock, who's, I guess, by himself. And then you have, like, and Sir, I guess, is doing, like, a lot of the R&B stuff yeah. underground. And then Absol. Lance. Lance Skywalker. Skywalker. Uh, didn't he just sign some other kid, like, last year, too? Some, Zakari? Zakari. Oh, just signed Zakari. Uh, he just dropped out. the EP. Yep. Uh, was it is it reasons? Did they sign? Is it reasons? reason as well? Yeah. Honestly, right. that is the bigger question. There's another take for we can save for the end. But why sign for sign to a rap imprint mm. in 2019? Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to get jammed up. Like mm-hmm. you're you're never good. Like look at Dreamville. Dreamville has the same problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they got yeah. Just JID and Earth Gang are just they're so talented. And it's just like ugh, hope they get their shine. All right. So speaking about rap. <laughs> <laughs> Transition. Transition always works on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's XXL freshman season. It should be coming out soon. Um, this year, I think, is really interesting because um, I think this may be the year where there'd be, like, multiple, like, outside of, uh, what was it, 20, 2015 was um, Dej Loaf and um, this other girl from um, Chicago uh, under Timberland. Oh, not on the Timbaland anymore. Yeah, but I know. Tink, 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 Tink. Yeah. So, but I think this year, like, this is a, this is a legit argument that the 
the majority of the freshman class can be women. Um, should be women. Not even can. And if it's not over, if it's not fifty percent over, there's a problem. Yeah. So like, because it's like, if you do like in your head, it's just like, all right, this may be it. So it'd be interesting to see if what it would turns out. So I guess I want to open up to the floor and be like. Uh, one, do you still look forward to the freshman class? Is that something that is like, oh, it's still something that we all look forward to? Um, and then we can start naming picks. My my question is like, this year, why don't they just go all women? I think, and they could do it. I understand there's a lot of good male artists, new male artists uh, like the baby and everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but why not like just to show after all those years of disrespecting. Uh, women MCs um, and failing to give them the proper um, coverage and everything uh, on the cover. Anyways, anyways um, why not just go all the way in and have an all women cast on the cover? I think it would be a great idea, and it, it would be great press for the magazine. Yeah, um, it's there's certainly enough women MCs that are are worth putting on the cover of, uh, in the freshman list. Um, so I don't. I think they should really think about doing that. In my opinion. Two things that popped in my head is the first thing was, is there really 10 women that are hotter, are, are the hottest right now? So the, immediately I was like, that's not true. They put Kid Kid on the cover one. Which is wild. <laughs> which, is, which is still the, like, the wildest thing ever. That was your idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was a fan vote. It was a fan vote. Oh, okay. And still I'm just like, yeah, we could have uh, deterred that. <laughs> I know um, why they can't do that. Yeah. And why? it's not, it's, they should do that. But I think it speaks to the type of audience that XXL has built over the past few years. Like mm-hmm. they put on a lot of controversial picks who are accused of doing horrid stuff to women. And I think it speaks to the fact that like their fan base now is very, very to me at least, it by who they put on the cover, their readership seems a little bit toxic. And mm. to me, it's like they should after years, put all of these women on the cover, but it's going to force them as a magazine to look at themselves with like, what type of rap have we been supporting in the world? And how mm-hmm. how far to the edges cliff have we gotten in trying to chase um, virality and clicks at the expense of asking like, why are we supporting this nonsense? Is that fair enough to say? Oh, 100%, 100%, which is, I think is fair because I think it did turn into who's hot now rather than who do we think is going to be here for a while, yep. um, which I think would turn to. But I still think if you do all women, it doesn't feel genuine. Like, it just feels like you're catering to what's the, the era we're in now. And so that's why I immediately think, objectively speaking, if, you're, if I'm saying these are the list of people, I don't think the top 10 is all women. Like, right. so I do think Rodney Rich should be a freshman. Uh, like, I do think... Oh, Juice World's too big. Like, uh, there's a couple of people who I think, oh, they should be in the list. Uh, but I do think the list should be majority um, woman, just right. because, like, Tierra Wack, without a doubt. Rico Nasty, without a doubt. Megan Thee Stallion, without a doubt. You right. see, so it was just like, like Baby Mother, without a doubt. Like, these are people who I 100, 100% feel like deserve it. So I'm just interested to see what would it be. And then if they don't do majority woman, Will this then be like, oh, okay, a full on revolt from it? Like, is it like, will people, will fans just be like, nah, I ain't fucking with this no more? Who cares about the XSL yeah, right? freshman at this point? Because, like, I'll be honest, like, 
they have missed, in my opinion, more times than they've hit, which is which is fine. That's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, yo, shout out to these women because they built stuff at this point where I'm like, if I was Rico, if I was Megan, mm-hmm. if I were like was like any of these women, I'm like, yo, why do I like I'm hot now. Like me being on this cover <laughs> arguably stamps XXL more than it helps them. If we want to be honest. Right. Like, like, like at this point, like Rico's had a cover, like Megan's to the point, like by the end of this year, potentially next year, she's going to, she's going to be a cover star. She won't have to share anything. Like what does an XXL freshman do for them, except give them one more bullet on their resume when they go up to like, some company and be like here this is the bag you should drop mm-hmm. like i i want i literally i if it was 100 women this year yo shout out to xxl that would be great but also like shout out to these women who have put themselves in a position where they don't need xxl anymore mm-hmm. right, they're better than that um yeah like just another point through for it is that musically speaking to me like i remember there was a period when double xl fans would get upset when anyone who wasn't a straight rapper um who got on the cover? They would they would get angry about because they wanted rapidy rapper, whatever you want to call yeah. it. They wanted spitters, um, and the genre has obviously moved far away from that. But out of all the MCs out today, the ones who are like kind of the most straightforward in the rapping are actually the women MCs. They're the ones spitting the most, mm-hmm. um, like Megan the Stallion and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, it aligns like musically too. If we're talking about that more so than like you know Juice World's you know a star yeah, like I Megan don't... the Stallion technically rapping more than juice world totally and it's maybe a better rapper um probably actually it would make the cyphers way better yeah can you imagine all of those women right maybe they could approach it with that angle and say like we wanted real mcs and so we're putting the women on the cover this year because that's what they're doing more so than the men yeah uh yeah it would be interesting just because uh but then uh, also it just popped in my head what happens it just i feel like it'll be done like now you want real mcs yeah. What happened to last year? Now you want? I thought you was including tweeners like Ty Dolla Sign, yeah, and people like that. And so it just it's 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 going to be. I feel like this is going to be like their I guess not crucial covers just because, um, it could go either. It can go really go either way. Right. Um, do you think rappers still care about it? I I talked to some and they seem proud, but they still go over there and pitch. So I think it is still relevant for them. It may not be for the consumer though, for like readers. So, but like, what what did y'all take? I will say this: any rapper who says that they do not want to be on a magazine cover is lying. To mm, yeah. Or it's who says like I don't want to. Like it's the same thing with billboards. Billboards, magazines in this digital age are kind of irrelevant if we want to be real, but mm-hmm. it's still an ego boost. It's the same thing if I, when I get into a magazine, I'm like I made it into print. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. So that. That to me is the extent of what an XXL freshman cover can do for a new artist to be like, hey, I was on a magazine cover. Mm-hmm. And when their PR people come to another magazine, they're like, hey, he got he got on XXL. Can we get him on? Can we get him in, in, in like on a, a fader cover? Can mm-hmm. we get him in Rolling Stone? I think. But also what we're talking about now with the XXL freshman list is that. It speaks to like XXL speed or just publication speed in general because the people that they put on the list are either a way too big generally for it or it's 
kind of like they're on their downturn. So they like they had like a whole year of being hot, and yeah. once they get on the XXL freshman list, mm-hmm. it's like kids are like, "Fuck that shit." Yeah, <laughs> and then the creators. I think the the perfect the perfect cover, which I I loved, was 2010 because that was the year. It was Gibbs, it was J Rock, it was Big Sean, it was Wiz, it was OJ the Juice Man. Like it was straight. It was like all heat. One. Oh, he, and that was people. all he? <laughs> yeah. No, man. Yeah. All right, wait. Of all those people you list, how many of them are still? Seven out of ten. I will say seven out of ten. Because Don is, Don is not. 2010? Don is not. 2010. That's the one with, uh, with Gibbs. Where's Pill? Oh, yeah. Pill, Donis, well, Pill, Donis, and um, Fashawn. And Fashawn, he's, he's underground. He's like Master Pill doing underground stuff. OJ the Juice Man, that's already four. But, but then you can't, but then OJ, not to say, not to say that. Popularity deems success. Also, I just think like OJ is like he's super influential yeah. to to Atlanta hip hop right now. So I like in my mind they not, may not be the biggest. Like Wiz and Sean are clearly they're probably the biggest ones on the class. Like as far as just popularity, but all those guys not only they they lasted, but the impact was like felt. You can feel the impact still now. I, Outside I think of you can say that the next year. Well, 2011 was be, would be like the colossal year, um, just because it had. What well, it was future? It, it had was Meek, Kendrick, Kendrick, Meek, Mac. Yeah, Mac. Who else was on that list? Uh, <laughs> right, that might have been the best one. That was the, the best Keanu, one. The Kid Cudi, Asher Roth. Yeah, one. but I like 2010 because that was the first time where like um, you can see it, like all those rappers. They were not most of them were not known at all at that yeah. time. I think that's the perfect recipe for that for the for the cover, making those covers. And I think that's what kind of got away from it. That's probably like the snoot. Like I do agree with you. I think that that's a good recipe for the cover. But for me, I think the year before and the year after were far more important because the first year was them wrestling with the fact of like they hadn't been covering these vlog rappers like Wale, exactly. and Ashroth. Yeah. And then the other cover was them finally figuring out like oh like. We got to Kendrick before he's Kendrick. We got to right. Mac before, mm-hmm. like he's really, really. They've Mac. had a couple of hits, yeah. for sure, like big time. Yeah. When do we think it fell off? Uh, maybe after Anderson. What was the Anderson Pack's cover? Uh, mm, that was twenty. That was twenty. Ago? That was twenty fifteen. It came before that. I feel like. feel like it was twenty fifteen because twenty thirteen it was um it was Action Bronson and Travis. Twenty fourteen was Vince, Vince Staples. That one was that one was wasn't too good. It was probably too. Now that I'm looking at it, it's probably 2015 because yeah. it was Fetty Wap, Dej Loaf, Rari, yeah, Kid, Kid, OG Mac, Mako, Shy Glizzy, K Camp, Vince Staples, Tink, and Gold Link. And of those people I named, I yeah. would say arguably only two of them are still right operating at a level that we know, which would be Vince and potentially Gold Link, but he's had a quiet year. Right. Yeah. So it's a it's a hard balance, I think, because Manny, you were saying like artists who are just about to break. I see this a lot with Fader and mm-hmm. their covers that yeah. like they have cover artists sometimes that I've, I've never heard of mm-hmm. at yeah, all. Exactly. Sometimes they have like international artists who are killing it in, in France yeah. or whatever, but sometimes they're like artists who haven't really broken stateside yet. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered what it would be like to look through their library at their old artists and like how many I would recognize. Mm-hmm. Could you shed any light? Because I only did this once while I was working at Double XL in mm-hmm. my Brief tenure, <laughs> my very brief tenure. Uh, give us some insight as to like how it's picked and like how many meetings you guys do and all that. So it's legit. It's a uh, it's eight month process, I would say, just because it starts. I guess when does it start? It's like December, you start getting people in late December, mm-hmm. probably before. Uh, 
you start getting eight to late December, um, like December, and then you take meetings with all these artists, have them come in and play music and all that shit. Um, and you're arguing for three from January to March, and then March, late March, you probably pick April, you shoot, and it covers out during in the summer. Um, and then you got the two concerts. Um, so it's it's legit. It's like you get a you get a a whole like a hundred sheet list of be like, I right, who who's making any type of noise right now, and you just start checking off the names of just like, of, all right, this all right these these people we don't think that's gonna be there ready yet or these people not here yet, and you just argue um, about like who do you think? Um, and then I like I said I do think that it's stirred away from what the essence of what makes the cover so what what used to make the cover so meaningful is getting to them before they become the star. So which is why I appreciate Fader cover and why I appreciate the past covers, XL freshman cover, because it took risk. Like Kendrick at that point, like and that year he made it, I think just had the uh, I think it I think it was before um uh ADHD and uh, the project uh section 80? section 80 I think it was just like right before or just like at the moment what happened and so that's what it is this future I think at that time would just turn off like turn off the lights so like so it was just right there before any of the future wave and mac same and so I think that's what it needs to get back to so like for me if I was there I was like I wouldn't even count juice where I'll just be like no we're not like it's don't but being in the I have to ask you, you were there. So do you think that the freshman cover has become too important to them? Because it feels like they build up to this to this point. And then for the rest of the year, I don't know if you could ask a person who was last on the XXL cover because but, they don't. So I think that was the problem. Um, like these last couple of years is that we made the freshman the cover. Yeah. Um uh, uh, not in the same, not to say we, but XSL made the freshman made the freshman cover the cover, and I always thought like we're sabotaging ourselves because we're not um, pushing our other covers. It's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's four it's four a year, and so just to have that one thing to be just the, the entire year is just never so. I think they got back to now doing better covers, mm-hmm. like the Meek one felt good, um, and the stories in it. Was really was really poignant, um, and the other like they're starting to make that switch. Um, so yeah, I do think like it, it those couple of years, especially when I, when I was last couple of years, like 15, 16, 17, like yeah. it, it started to like become like this is XSL is XSL freshman. And then I wanted to know too. I know that you guys do a lot of coverage because I freelance for them for a little bit, but like mm. you do a lot of coverage for the freshmen, but do you think that it starts getting formulaic where it's like all of these artists are pitching and some of the artists that are pitching, you could tell stories that aren't freshman related that might be, you might be able to dig a little bit more into. Um, meaning like we, they should be doing like bigger stories on the people they selected. So no. So like in, you know how like they will have like the freshmen pitching throughout the year and yeah. they'll have like videos and like they'll interview them. Do you think that that kind of like limits their coverage where it's like, this artist mm. might just need to have their own Q&A or their own mm-hmm. profile. They don't need, like, why are we doing a video of them freestyling when we could do something else that might have more impact? Yeah. Um, I think the reason why I don't think that's a too big, that's not, that's not too big of an issue is because, because we're bring, you're bringing in, I guess I was bringing in so many artists yeah. at the time. You just, manpower-wise, you just can't 
get to everyone equally. Mm-hmm. And so it has to be like an equal standing where you present like Harris's person. So you're just like objectively showing like, hey, this is a person that we think is cool. Look, here's why they think it's cool. Um, or they're, you know, because you don't yeah. want to just show one person, give that person a Q&A, and then the next person you just do like a, a picture. Yeah. So it's just like you just want to do the easiest thing, have them all just pitch themselves but for to the to the um, to the viewers and give their own thoughts of it's like this is who I am, this is what I've done, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um Charles, who do you think out of the current landscape in hip hop uh is like worth maybe getting a cover on Rolling Stone, you think? I mean, it's controversial. This is only my pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not endorsed by anybody at Rolling Stone. (laughs) Not endorsed. Uh, Does it have to be, wait, does it have to be music? uh, I was going to say hip-hop related. I mean, what do you mean not music? Oh, I know that there are people that I would want on the cover who are not hip-hop. Mm. Can I do that instead? Because I don't want any rappers to be like, well, you know, your peak, your hip hop writer said I should be on the cover because right. they will do that. Can mm. I do my other ones? Yeah, you can do your other ones. All right. All right. You know, don't kill me, guys. I would love Chris Jenner on the cover. Mm. Yeah, interesting love, conversation. That makes sense lo- to me. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I would yeah. love, I would love just like the Kardashian clan and every single person who touches it, like Kanye, Travis, like French is like on the outskirts, but like he got that bump. Uh, that would be like my controversial, like that is a fascinating web of how like a Kardashian can literally like mint a rap star. Right. T- like, you know what I'm saying? Like French Montana, when he was with Chloe was like, people were like TMZ he's like, it's French Montana. I'm like, bro, he's from New, he's from New York. Like he was like, no one cared who French yeah. Montana was. Yeah, right. that would be mine. Like, that, I don't want to say any rappers. They, that would be like a super interesting cover, though. Honestly, just because uh, their story is just, just to give a like an in depth timeline right, or a right. profile on this everybody, and then get commentary on just like people that's been around them. Like, it would be a fascinating story. Yeah, it's like the God. Like, I feel like that story would be like the Godfather trilogy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like the great rise and potentially fall of like an American family and all of the like outside people, like TMZ and even the music industry. Because you have to realize, like, Kylie Jenner can literally put a rapper and R&B star on. Yeah, like, she, like Khalid. Like, she'll be like listening to fucking like Khalid or something. Like, and I'm like, and now Khalid is like the dude. Like, yeah. So it just it's insane so yeah. i'm sorry i sidestepped that but like <laughs> i get like literally pr people are like so what about a cover and i'm just like bro i'm not even at the point in my career yeah where yeah. they'll let it's me a, write a cover yeah right it still holds a lot i guess that speaks to like it's gonna broach the topic of like covers in general and that kind of speaks to it like how a lot of people view them as still being really important when they might not be necessarily as important as they like you really used to be so yeah. here's the thing with covers and I think like Clara Monica had that piece on it. I don't think the, the, the stars that should be getting covers don't want to do the covers. Mm-hmm. The people who want the covers aren't big at enough. that cover yet, yeah, aren't big enough. And then the people in the middle don't want to give you enough access. 100%. You, like, right? 100%. Like, you, you deal with like Yeah, 100%. It's so frustrating because like you want to get these in depth, like, all right, let's talk to these people, like a Drake. Like, Jesus, I'm like, when has Drake, when's the last Drake cover? And it's just like, especially now with social media, it just feels like, and just the climate of everything, where it's like PC, you have to be straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. People, the stars that should get covers, they just don't want to risk anything. Yep. So they just said, you know what? 
fuck it. I just do. I tweet out what I want to be, to be heard, and everything everything else, mm, fuck it. And it's so like, so I feel like people are not connected with like these people, like with these artists anymore. The you know? last the last time I got somebody to open up with like that, and I was surprised was Future. Mm. Was because and I knew he was opening up like that because he was in the process of like new deals, like ending old deals, starting new right. ones, trying to pitch himself as a higher caliber artist. So he opened up to me and he told me a bunch of stuff that like people were like, Oh, I can't believe you got that out of future. And that's the only way you still get those good profiles is if like the artist needs something and they're coming to these publications exactly. and doing those rounds where they're like, exactly. I want to prove like I deserve like these multi-million dollar deals now. Yeah, exactly. And plus the money is smaller too. And so like a lot of places doesn't necessarily can make these huge moments. And so like there's just, and then a lot of, of the, the artists and the, the labels, they don't have, they don't want to shell out the bread to get you where to get the artist to where they need to be, like it's always sometimes it's like I feel like it's I haven't been so it's been a, a ton of press runs like everyone does press trips now just like damn I wonder like whatever happened to like you have an idea go to an artist oh that's a good idea let's make this shit work and it's like a singular moment rather right. than I got to hit these five places you got two hours within this yeah. day it's just not worth it to them yeah as much yeah but then it's also like they. You need covers because it's still like one tangible something you can hold. I feel I really I'm really big on like these publications, like a Rolling Stone and and other places. Uh, like I, that's why I think why um, a lot of these other artists are going into um, lifestyle stuff because they're still doing the covers and they're still selling magazines and they're like I'm going there because I can like get something I can hold in, I can hold and see, and I can frame. Um, so I, it's just, it's a, it's an evil world we live in. I have, I have a lot of cover <laughs> ideas. I'm not at the point in my career where I have any sway over, like this is, <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I have no sway over who gets on the cover, but I will say in the next couple years, like I think it's already happening, but it's just like, yo, you need to start putting on people who will buy like, yo, if you put bad bunny on the cover if you put mm -hmm. these K-pop stars on the cover, you know what Making I'm saying? Making risk and just like really like. Before they're there, yeah. like before they're at that point. Exactly. And that's how I think you get to it because I think we're now talking about like, we're talking about international music. So mm -hmm. it's not just about, and we're talking about regional. So it's just like in my dream, like, yo, who is that person in Mississippi who's big before any, or Texas, before anybody knows? Who's like big in Korea or big in Brazil that nobody knows? Let's put them on the cover because yeah. that's how I think you start getting people to buy magazines. Exactly. Again. Right, right. It's story versus popularity. Yep. And I'm very big on that. I'm just like, there's so many interesting stories out there. That's why I'm just like, focus on that. You focus on that, people will come. Yeah. That's when cover stories become valuable. Exactly. Right now, to me, it's like, they're for the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, honestly, the, and there's the big stars and there's some that. publications that's really 100 percent what's it for. Like right. just be like, we don't give a fuck about the inside. We just need to cat, make sure we got that image that goes viral. But also, yeah. have you guys read like like old like I read old cover stories all the time. Like you have to realize like they those writers used to get so much access. You're spending so much three five days going so much in their house. Like <laughs> now it's literally like. All right, we're gonna stick you in a room, and you have to wait for him, and you can't leave this room, yeah. and you get a half hour, and we want like 
2,000 words. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Can't what? bring a pencil. <laughs> There's no color. And was like, so, yeah, right? I'm like, so I'm Can't in this room. In <laughs> <laughs> oh, so before we... Uh, we transition. Um, I do want to get like some of the rappers y'all y'all like right now. So who would who, like if I had to come up with like a list of Vert. like, can I go second? Yeah. Uh, go for the Double XL cover. Yeah, if I could uh, make it, if I could make a cover. I mean, we I've I've already made my point. I think it should be primarily women MCs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we named some of them: Tierra Whack, yep. uh, Rico. Yep. Um, Megan's gonna be huge. I think she's opinion. yo, and she's. Yeah. Uh, All right, so yeah. the, here's my thing with Megan. I think she's great. Right? Does she have the music yet? Not not I that her music isn't good. Does she have the re- like? She needs the record. Yeah. She, like, and I don't know if she has that. She's made it yet. I so I think Big Old Freak got a chance to become that record just because I knew instantly. Like when I heard, it, I was like, oh, this is this is a bop. And then the video felt made felt bigger. Felt like it made it bigger. Also, Cognac Queen. I was just thought, I thought that I thought that song was gonna break, but it didn't. So I, I am with you with it's like, what's that record that's right. gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna take her from damn, she's like she's dope on the internet to like I'm seeing her. I'm fans are running to her shows. I she's super close. I think they waited too long with Big Old Freak because that yeah. was doing like it was impacting radio for a while, but they didn't have the video out mm-hmm. yet to mm-hmm. match the momentum. And the video's doing well, mm-hmm. but I think they like it was just bubbling and I think it was that like they just didn't strike, right? But I think it's like it's a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. I think she's definitely hundred percent gonna 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 blow. I think she has a pretty like not unique sound, but I think her her music almost sounds like a Bay Area kind of stuff, uh, like mustard. Sounds like what the baby's kind of doing yeah. too. And she me, can so. rap her ass like she is like legit like one of the best rappers right. right now. So I don't find her music boring at all, and that and that's like a good sign as she gets like better and better. Yeah, I think I have that. I think I have to listen now. Mm. Yeah. All right, so Roddy Rich, yes, Lil TJ, mm, New York, um, yeah, Rico Nasty, yeah, Tierra Whack, mm. Megan, uh, YK Osiris. Mm. Uh, let's see, the baby. Did I say the baby yet? Nope. Um, you know who? Like, I don't know if he was on a cover yet. He can't be anymore. YNW Melly. Mm. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he was like a lock, and then yeah, the case happened. And was like, oh, it's done. Oh man, yeah, he can't, he can't. be anymore. Although um, it would be maybe a double XL move to do that, right? Or? Nah, that's too much shade on the magazine. Wait, has Bad Baby been on a cover? No, Bad Baby would be another one. Yeah, I know, controversial, controversial. And then um, I think we need another women woman rapper. I'm trying to figure out who who Baby I've, Mother or Baby Mother. Potentially, um, could be. Um, uh, she's from Boston. Uh, Who, Brie? No, uh, Danny Lee. Dan, uh, oh, Dan, Danny, uh, Danny Lay. Danny Lay. Is yeah, she, yeah. Is she rapper? Is she R and B? She's she, kind of both. She's both. Her Which, and Melly, they're both tweeners. They're like yeah, they, they she do does rap the same kind of music. They do rap, but they also can harmonize. Oh, you know who? All right, this she's R and B, but she she can't spit. I interviewed her. I'm gonna throw out there Anne Marie. She has a mm. she has a um, buzzing song uh, with YK Osiris. You know, rappers are singing now, so I put Anne Marie. So that that I think would make it like five women, five right, men. Right. Yeah. So just That's if I'm just ratio. throwing out like who am who am I listening to right now? Those would be my five. Yeah. Well, I mean my ten. Yeah, I think Rico, Tierra, Megan, off the off the off the rip. I yeah. think those three like lock them like they're in. Uh, Roddy Rich, I love Roddy Rich. Jesus, like he makes. Music that makes you want to run through a wall. Like, yeah, 
I'm ready to tackle whatever day so it's going to happen. Uh, Cash Doll. I think Cash Doll can be, like, crazy big. I think Cash Doll can be, like, Cardi B big. I think Loki, <laughs> this may sound crazy, I think Cash Doll can probably be bigger than Megan, Tierra, and Rico. No. I'm telling you, she has <laughs> no. everything. And she has the song. Something about her was like, oh, I can see this happening. She'd get one song, like, and I think she's out of here. Hmm. Uh, and I would say, mm, who else? Who else? The baby sold me. Like I listened to the project, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> this I get it. Yeah, this 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 can he can be here for he gonna he's gonna be here for a while. Um, and also he's like extremely like um, he thinks about the bigger picture, <laughs> and so like he understands how to like. To like use comedy well and videos and invest yeah. in himself and like just the just the image of just being seen. I think he understands that whole process and how it reminds me of like a smarter plies. Yeah, have you talked to him yet? I don't know, smart yeah, is the right word. yeah. So one thing I will say about this is like shout out to baby. I think because he's twenty seven. And he's had to like not only work at it, but not like he didn't, it didn't happen to him. Mm -hmm. Like he just has some, like he's humble, but hungry and he's respectful. Mm. And he's just like, he's just smarter at maneuvering. And I like shout out to him because like, Same. you know, you get a lot of these new rappers who I'm like, yeah. it feels like you don't like, you don't respect how like your position and it could be taken away. He understands that this shit doesn't last long. And if you don't do it right, you can get the fuck out of here. Right. So he understands that fully. So I think, and listen to the project. I was like, yeah, he's going to, he's, he's, he's going to do here. Yep. Uh, I saw baby for the last year has been making some of the best music in rap right now. I've been like, I'm like, at first you just, you can you always say, Oh, he sounds just like young thug, but I'm just like, not anymore. Like they have the same tone, but his music has been phenomenal. <clears throat> so I was, I'll put him in there. And I don't, I'm not sure who else. Who else is he out there? He sounds a lot like Thug to me. Yeah, he, he <laughs> does, but I'm telling you, listen to his last two projects. I'm it's like, he's, he got it. Wait, um, is Low Baby, are Low Baby and Gunna too I think they're too big. Too I would big? Even, I would even, I would even add him on, a, on the freshman just really? because I just think they're, they deserve their That's own cover. That's a good cover. question, though. The two of, the, the two yeah. of them, honestly, are at that point. They could probably just get their own cover. Exactly. I would yeah. put two of them on the cover by themselves, like, like as like a, as a joint cover, like as their own thing, um, just because they're like pretty much the new Atlanta right now. Um, are they bigger? This is going to be controversial. Is Are Lil Baby and Gunna bigger than Young Thug right now? Uh, uh, popularity? I mean... Probably like stream wise, I would say so. Young, I'm not, I'm Young Thug's been a little quiet commercially. But, I think so, which is weird because Young Thug is way more influential. It's exactly. So I'm and I'm still like, I think on Spotify they probably both got like the most monthly, more monthly followers, monthly listeners than um than Thug. But I don't know. I just still doesn't. I still can't say it because Thug is just like, Thug comes out, everyone pays attention. Right. I and, but do they? Like, they pay attention, like, I think in rap, like, or in, like, fan, why, like... I, I think anything, like, across, if Thug's, if Thug drops a record right now, it's, like, it's everywhere. I think it's in rap world, music world, fashion world, I think. But I think that's the problem, is that it, it feels like it's everywhere, but in actuality, my problem is, like, it feels like nobody ever shows, like, his fans don't show up in the same way that, like, Lil Baby and Gunna will just stream or hit Billboard 
and like have what? Like what was your what was their uh, song on Billboard? It was like in the top ten. Yeah, I don't know if Thugs had that yet alone besides Camilla. Yeah, which I'm like, I, it's weird how like no like Atlanta won't support him in the same way that they're supporting Lil Baby and Gunna. Well, yeah, I'm a little worried that Thug may have missed his moment, and it that's because maybe you can blame it on label mismanagement or him not like having the song where it kind of was cohesive enough where it encaptured all his talents and everything and was able to get on the radio. Um, but Thug has been at it for a little while now. So people get tired of the same thing. And he reminds me of thing- Gucci though, of like where like Gucci is like, will always be influential. And it's yeah. like, like Thug reminds me kind of like of the Godfather of Atlanta right now, where it's like, he has so much respect that like nobody will really diss him and he will always be here. So I don't know if Lil Baby and Gunna will be here in 10 years. I can't right. tell, but I can yeah. tell like Young Thug will always be here whether always. his commercial impact shows that. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's who he is. Yeah. And I can't name anybody else in freshman. I'm trying to draw a blank. Lil Keed? Potentially? Or too Maybe. Old? Is Maybe. Is Ballet too old? Too, uh, oh, too. I forgot oh, ballet. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. He's great, but he's been around for. Well, I just mean old in the sense that he's been on the scene for a minute. Uh, he's still. I guess one was one was. Uh, I guess only for, for me, I felt like only for a year, only a year and a half. So right. I've been like, that's not that's not too long. Yeah, I put him in. I definitely valet. He's uh, also a savvy <laughs> one. I put him in the debaby, like where it's like valet might never have like. The pop record, yeah, but like Valet's building something where I'm just like, oh, I feel like you're gonna be here for a while. Exactly, like this is interesting. This is unique. Oh wait, one more, one more. I'm thinking, you know, I feel like Shake has done a lot of big stuff. Okay, like where it's like I don't know if she's she's had a lot of big moments. It's been taking a while, right? But yeah, I was thinking about her this morning. She had the push record, right? She was she did she was on a, a lot of stuff, yeah, and she has a lot of like heavy hitters behind her in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like she's I might Rosenberg put, and stuff like that. I'm going to throw her on the list as well. We need more females. Oh, I just thought of, I just thought of it. Uh, Dave, some. Dave from, from UK. I think I was like, yeah, he's the, he's definitely the the best thing in UK right now. Mm-mm. And buddy, not I'll put buddy. buddy in there. Not buddy. But he's been buddy. around for a long time. I know. I know. He already put out his debut. <laughs> he, can't, he can't even go Speaking on. Speaking of Dave, let's do good, bad now. Like, yeah. You have a Dave song. Right? Yes. We're going to do the good, bad. Send me the location, then I'll be right there. Then make I come check you, my baby. No time, no. And my dog is on probation. Another five years. And bring girls to his location. No time, no. Send me the location. This year about vacation. Flight catching, train taking. Soon as my nigga rough probation. Your boyfriend's on a waiting thing, looking for one wish on a Ray J thing. I prayed that girl, outrageous thing, but she can't see cause I got shades and things. Bare girls wanna throw shade and thing, no shade with shade is your foundation in. Darkest grey, the shade I'm in. 49 more if your babes want sin. I had me a famous thing, goals and things, gains and things. My house party, a babe station. Girls wanna chase, it's a status thing. So that's Dave, um, UK, um, and I, that's also Burning Boy on the on the track, who I think is like hella hella fire. And I'm hoping like he'll be the one that like bring over Afrobeat into the states, just because I feel like everything else is migrating. Um, it's starting. It's like K-pop is here. It's on Coachella. 
Um, and then also Burner Boy, and I, I want to say, is it Wiz or Mr. Easy? Burner Boy and somebody else, another Af- two Afrobeat people are on the on the lineup for Coachella. Mm. So I'm like, ooh, all right, let's get it. But Dave, his project out right now is is, is crazy. Definitely one of my favorites so far. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. Burner Boy is amazing. Burner Boy is so fire, man. What do you think, Charles, of the song? Of that song? Yeah. Whew. All right, I was like, I was saying off there, I was just like, yo, I think Octavian's hotter, but... That record got to me. It might be the Burnable. Like, was that Burnable? Burnable. That's Burnable. Ooh, man, I like the last Burnable project. I'm oh my god, I play that. Every, I play that shit so much. Uh, I really hope he. I really hope he. <laughs> I love Burnable. You can tell. I thought it was good. The whole Dave project is great. Yeah, I think you said it right, Manny. While we were listening to that song, you said they're having fun again. The Brits are having fun. Bro, again. they're having so much fun in the UK right now. Like all the music, the the videos, the like the scenes that I think on social. I'm just like. Oh, y'all having a great old time. <laughs> yeah, which is a nice change of pace from the grime, like, yeah. in your face. Which I was, you know, they had, they had some great music, that scene and everything is still going, but I was never into it as much as other people. So yeah. this, to me, was, like, a nice change up. Yeah, creatively, they're doing some, like, really dope shit over there. And Dave, Psychodrama is the project. It's, like, easily one of my favorites so far this year. Word. All right. Uh, Otter song. Post Malone. Wait, it's not Post Malone. Can we play the Roddy Rich part? It's the Roddy Rich part. Busting out my jeans, I got big racks. We gon' pull up in the Cullen and in Double G. I keep a ticket on me, nigga, ain't nothing to me. I'm draped down in Givenchy. I just put blue guts in the Rari. Rich niggas only in the section, I'm sorry. Bust down, watch the shades by Bagari. I'm smoking on Jet Fuel like Bob Marley. I spent a hundred thousand on my necklace check. Real street nigga from the set and check. I was in the project. Wow. Yeah, that's my first time hearing that, and that's kind of surprising. Uh, that Roddy Rich sounds that great, because you know, you usually get. You hear him in like really street records. That shit sounded super polished. Well, I think the good thing about Roddy Rich, which is like shout out to his team, he has a way of making like white boys seem not corny. Like the marshmallow <laughs> record he's on is amazing. Oh, like he made Post Malone. Like he made me listen to Post Malone. I'm, I don't listen to Post Malone in my free time. Right. Like he's rapping over like Rex Kudo beats oh, that's crazy. and shit like that. So like whoever is managing him is like, yo, like he can do street records well. We gotta get these white kids <laughs> to listen that's to feet. Yeah. That's that's how you gonna, that's how you gonna get huge. That's, you gotta get these crossover records and then. You do whatever you want after. That was probably like the third time I've heard him. Um, I don't know, like, if this is the song that's fully going to convince me, but I I like it. Um, and then I think you guys actually are the ones that are going to convince me, like today, the way you talked about <laughs> it. And I like you guys, so I'll I'll check them out more. Nice. And the next song, read uh, Little Nas X. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. 
tractor, lean all in my butt. She did on my baby, you can go and ask me. My life is a movie, bull riding in boots. Cowboy hat from Gucci, Wrangler on my booty. Can't nobody tell me nothing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I chose that song because I think it's just interesting that every once in a while, one of these songs comes up in hip hop, or it's mm-hmm. like a country hip hop song, whether it's like Bone Thugs, uh, Ghetto Cowboy, mm-hmm. or Nappy Roots, or remember uh, Crucial Conflict out of Chicago? They had a song called Hey. Hey? Like, yeah, it's about this. The chorus literally goes, Smoking Hay in the Barn. And it was like a huge song. So I thought it was just weird that every once in a while these country hip hop songs come up and they get super popular. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. It's just definitely confusing. Um, and it's so super weird that like I definitely noticed that like there's like a country theme that's happening in music like there's like cowboy aesthetics and just um, all that stuff is like a trend like a trend right now and so this is interesting and I don't know if I will play it like continuously but put it on check out his stuff the name is just crazy. It's like pieces of everything. Just yeah. like, I just get a little hair. Nas. I just get Nas in there because I love Nas. And that's an X. It's a random, it's a random word. Pump the shit in my veins, yo. That song is so fire. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I also don't know. Like, yeah, shout out to the Cowboys. Shout out to Walker, Texas Ranger by yeah. the baby. Shout out to Lil Nas X. I also just don't know. Like, it's funny that allegedly, like, according to Billboard, like, Record labels are courting him and throwing the bag, and it's just yeah, funny how it's just funny how like <laughs> you only really need one record to get like a six million dollar deal in two thousand nineteen. Hundred percent. What would an album from him? That's that exactly. <laughs> that's that's, yeah. that's what immediately I thought. I was like, man, what what would an album sound like from this guy? So I'm interested. I'm interested enough to see where this goes, and just to see like where it goes from there. But going back to the point you said, I think yo, know, I think right now record labels are kind of just like. Yo, it's just weird to see just so many signings happen so rapidly. And it's just like, man, is this a good time or a bad time? And it feels like a bad time. Because I feel like now these people are using, these artists are more expendable than ever. It's like little rentals. They just be like, oh, six months, right. boom, take it. All right, we got enough, boom, go do your thing. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh. I think we are already seeing it right now. I think like Lil Pump is a perfect example. Like Lil Pump's last album did, I think, 65K mm-hmm. in the first week and Gunna and Offset did more than him. Mm-hmm. So you're already seeing like you pay this kid millions upon millions of dollars right. and it already seems like he's not, I want to say he's less popular, but it doesn't seem like he's getting more popular now. Uh, I think you're seeing that with... Six nine now going to jail or X being killed like those were those were different circumstances but we've seen the SoundCloud bubble burst mm-hmm. and we're still signing basically memes yeah, but yeah. I don't know if we're ever gonna see the uh, like I don't know if labels are going to see the return on investment or even if they care yeah because they're I, like I don't think they care at all no. anymore they're just like fuck it we just here for a, a six a, six months a year well they're they're thinking about it. they're just like yo if what. Low pumps on Warner, I believe. Um, yeah, they're like Gucci Gang is going to be played for infinity, even mm. if people are like, "Oh, it's a novelty record," so they're like, "Yo, we don't care." It might take us a few years to recoup this, but fuck it, right? Which they is have ho- the rights to that, then it's worth it. But like, oh, it's bad for like us who like love music, and we're like, "What's gonna happen to these kids in like hundred percent years?" I, have you ever met an artist and be like, "Yo, I feel." horrible what about you what your future might be 
just yeah. because I, I can. You can just feel the whole. They're using this kid, and the kid is just like, I'm just happy to be here. Just like, right, damn, right. dude. Yeah, there've like, been a lot of stories like that with Pump. Yeah, like I think Paul Thompson's piece wrote about just like become a thing. The Percocet cake that the label had for yep. him that they like unroll out at his Michael, birthday what the party. Fuck? <laughs> Do you guys ever feel like this being in media? I because. Sometimes I have to check my ego at the door because you're dealing with a lot of young kids who are like, who the fuck are you? Why should I care about you? And fine. Yeah. I'm a writer. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm no one. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you make more in a day than I make in a year. Mm-hmm. But I always want to be like, yo, like, as a, like, I want to tell them and I never will black man to black man. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, not only do they not care about you, but like, history denotes, like, I just interviewed De La Soul, just interviewed them. And for the whole Sync like the entirety, they're still getting fucked over by their label, allegedly, from mm-hmm. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. But it just shows you I'm just like, yo, man, like this place is going to make millions and millions on you. Mm-hmm. And the the percentage like of rappers who actually end up winning, we could probably what name in the next five minutes versus the thousands upon thousands who are like in a ditch nowhere and can barely afford to survive, which yeah. is like it's tough being in media, seeing like a kid and you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're going to be here in five years. Exactly. Because I, I, I was just thinking about this like a week ago. I was like, I do not know who's going to be, who do we be listening to in five years? Like, I feel like it's just at a point right now. We're just like, I li- I don't know who's going to be here. And so in those situations, like I definitely, <clears throat> one, one thing I definitely do is be like, how are you? I'd be like, like not even like on some like, Hey, how's your day? Like, dude, like, how's you, like, how are you like, yeah. As a person, mm-hmm. like I guess everything's good. Everything. I try to get some small talking, just some like some serious talking, just because um, I feel like that they don't probably get that. It's just like a lot of just like hands and orders, and so I just be like, some of these some of these kids, I really be like, dude, man, like there's no way this guy's gonna be here in, in right. six months. I, I asked them the, have you ever asked a rapper? Do you like doing this? Every mm. single time <laughs> it throws them for a loop, mm. and every single time I get the same, it's like. Like I'm tired and I don't want to do this. Oh like God. it's like it's like an existential moment where like I get them every time. I'm like, do do you enjoy what you do? Yeah. And they're like, Nah, man. I just want to go back to before I was famous. I'm like, so, you, but you would take the money? They're like, Yeah. If I could take the money and just leave all this shit, I would. I was like, Great yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. I think as I've uh, I've gotten older, I felt more like that because yeah. I think when they used to come in the office when I was 21 or 22, yeah. we were kind of in it together. Yeah. We were both struggling. <laughs> like both trying to get by and like trying to make it in this whole thing. And yeah. we're both like sacrificing shit for it. Like I'm working this very low paid job that I should be like being treated probably a little better and mm-hmm. everything. And mm-hmm. they're kind of doing the same thing. So we were in it together. But now like as I'm a little more like secure and stuff, I see it and I'm like, ah. That's gonna be it. Yeah, just be, just be like, what stop is this? I'm like, this is for. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you want tea or something? Yeah. It's <laughs> fucked up that like you'll interview a lot of these kids and you're like, dog, I like, God willing, I will probably still have some form of a job, and you might not in five years. Mm-hmm. And that just shows you like how we treat rappers. Because like, what does a popping trap rap like trap rapper do? After they're like, after like, you might be Ti, you might get a reality show, you might be able to like mm-hmm. parlay it, but the chances of them parlaying it into anything long lasting is like small, which is just like, yeah. So fuck these labels, get your money, mm-hmm. invest it, get a portfolio. I love all you rappers, man. Yeah, sick. And so I guess next we're gonna go transition to our 
have a segment called Spicy Send Off. Oh, we gotta play Hassan. Song. Oh, Hassan. Yes. Yeah, give so, Hassan some love. Oh yeah, Hassan, super producer, super Aussie. DJ. Aussie. I came to rap it up, do my thing. Sabi put me on the gram and a remix thing. Pull Chai Wiley with the Pacino flow. Godfather part two, call me De Niro. I came to win battle me, that's a sin. Disrespect man, get a slap on the chin. Man a king in a top bow, Larry, man a big DJ, Hawks, Megan and Harry. Bossy, man a bossy. I make your girl melt like a toasty. I've been this way someday. And I write for myself, no ghosting. Me's a boy, got money in a bank on. Ready for roll and blaze up this tank on. Got the girls from someone to Hong Kong. The girl that was Idris Silva, Sean Paul. Who else? Uh, Step on Dawn. I love Steph Lawrence. Love Wiley. Yeah. Oh, uh, she should have been on the list. She was, she was on, she was on uh, last year. Oh, so yeah. There you go. Um, I- Idris, the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> uh, I like the song. I'm gonna watch yeah. the video. I only seen like the the picture of the video, and I was like, "Man, this, I, I, I gotta get to, I gotta watch it because I heard the video is really cool." But I like the song. Definitely like something I want to play when it's warm is out. When it's warm outside, I'm in. Fire. I think it's good. I'm in. That's all I have. Fire. Fire. Yeah, he he sounds good. He sounds pretty good. Yeah, he's been in music longer than acting, right? He's he was he's been yes. DJing forever. And yeah, he's been DJing for a while. But I think like I feel like people didn't know. Like, because right, he, right. he got this acting got so big, it just yeah. like pe- people just didn't like even care to know. And then all of a sudden, when he started popping up in music, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, S- sounded good. I, as we were talking about, I wanted to interview him while we're out in California for Coachella because he's playing. Um, he said no. So that's a bummer. That's- Does, not going to influence my how I think of the song. Good song. <laughs> But Idris, I'm sure you're listening. I hope he, yeah, I hope, he, I hope he hears this. <laughs> it's a great story. I want to read a story about like Idris as an artist, like outside of just like, will he, will he not be James Bond? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. This is interesting that he's, he's playing Coachella. Right. Cause it looks like, honestly, from the outside looking in, it looks like he loves the music shit more than the, more than the acting shit. Hassan, do you ever play that song while you're DJing? And it, does it do well? Okay. Mm. Yeah, I, I could imagine that popping off. And again, where is this, where is it, the song coming in? From the UK. They fucking They're having fun. They fucking <laughs> having fun, man. I need to go to London. <laughs> London sing. Uh so next segment, just we're just gonna fire off hot takes for a good ten minutes. Uh um Wish we had gunshots. gunshots. Uh I don't know. What's my hot take? I had one. Oh, I guess we already talked about it. Uh, I think uh, women are the best rappers in music right now and hip hop right now. Like I think they're just straight up. And I just found this one rapper. Um, she's also from Houston. Fuck, let me see if I can pull her name up as quickly. Um, and she like raps her ass off. I'm just like, yo, what is? I'm like, damn, this is crazy. So I think for the first time we may actually have for the first time in a while. We may actually have multiple stars who are women in hip hop. I think there's a good mm-hmm. chance. I feel like we are. We got Cardi B um, and Nicki. I think I hold her same thing like Jay Z, Drake. I think they're just like on a different stratosphere. Um, so she's a star. Cardi B's a star. I think City Girls. I think City Girls. When JT come out, boom, they're gonna they're gonna find themselves out there. Uh, I think. Um, 
Megan, I think she gets a song. She's going to be a star. I know Tierra is going to be a star. I just think she does everything. She's someone that's like completely herself and like so unique that like people were just going to gravitate to her. Right. And she takes these risks that are they're now she just got she got nominated for a Grammy. And she just and like she's just put out her first project. Mm-hmm. So I think she's going to be a star. I think Rico now like everything is hitting at all cylinders and like she's like gaining crazy momentum. And so I think she got a shot and like I said, I think Cash Doll legit can be a, a star as well. So I think and this is for the, and the this is the first time in a while where um, that we haven't seen in a while that back then it was like Eve, Trina, uh, Foxy, Kim, like they were like faces all unique. I think what has something like that again. I agree with that spicy take. Um, that wasn't that spicy. Yeah, I know it was, it was. It was. Like, it was. It was medium. Like it was ketchup. It was ketchup. <laughs> that was. It was yeah. ketchup. Safe take. Uh, Charles, you got a, just a spicy take to fire oh, off. Oh, right what now. are my spicy takes? I feel like I, my whole life is spicy takes. <laughs> what about uh, Drake, Happy Ratchet, Happy Birthday being top two songs? Oh, man. You Ratchet, Happy once. Birthday is literally the best song <laughs> off Scorpion. That's mm. that's also a fact. That's not a spicy take. I, you know what? I agree with that because that's the first song I, I replayed when I was listening to it. I was like, whoa, this it's is fire. Birthday. Yeah. Uh-oh. I was like, okay. What's my spicy take? My spicy take, I think we said it uh, off the air. Yo, rappers, why are you still signing an imprint? It makes no sense whatsoever. Name me, name me a good rap imprint that is like does good by the majority of their artists. Mm-hmm. Like, let's name them. Do you guys have any that does what? It does good by the artists. The majority of their artists. I mean, it's tough. I guess Dreamville's trying. TDE's trying. <laughs> and this is this isn't like Aftermath. shots at like TDE yeah. or Dreamville as like I think that they have the best intentions. Yeah, but I just think as like a mechanism, like it's just too many people. Like, if you get to a point where just like you're now waiting another year for this project, and this project probably been ready for two years, so you just the wait for everything because you have to like you can't just you can't just drop a project and that's it. Like it's not like it's like this needs to be worked. For like months, and so they just self, they just cannibalize themselves and be like, right. "All right, we got these all these dope artists, but honestly, within two years, we're only dropping three. Well, I think 10. the problem, like, take something, somebody like TDE, yo, Damn, and Sis's last album, I think Control, Control. I don't think that they realized it would have that much runway. Those albums, like, did a year, they were popping for a year. Yep. Kendrick's Damn was popping for a whole year. Full year. Like, same, same th- scissor, right? Yeah. So then it, like, everybody else Everything gets, shifts. like, backed up. So now that Schoolboy Q, rightfully so, is finally getting his shot, everybody on TDE is kind of like, all right, still wait, still wait, still wait. Exactly. And it's like, in this climate, like, yo, you gotta drop every other year. You have to, like, honestly, if we wanna be real, all of the popping rappers at least drop once a year, sometimes twice. Look yeah. at Drake. He's dropped what an album every single year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if yeah. like Kendrick drops every other year. Yeah, yeah. OVO is label. Just oh, hard. <laughs> yeah. It's not the best. Good yeah. music, like I think did. Like I think looking back, like they did better than we thought they mm. did. But it's still very much like yo, like stop signing the imprints, man. Like right. honestly, like I still think we need major labels. Yeah. I think that's a crazy thing. To probably say people are like fuck major labels, but I'm like, if you want radio play, 100. Like, let's be honest, you need a label. But I just think the imprints, like, it's not the 90s anymore. Like, mm-hmm, what right. w- what are these rappers' cosigns going to do for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, my spicy take that uh, 
a lot of people will probably disagree with me on, but Solange. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, the album. Okay. Everything about it, it's uh, aesthetics is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Cover art, the oh, whole. Start off with the good. The movie. <laughs> Even the sounds used on the album are very pretty, ethereal. It sounds nice and pleasant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it as an album. And, and I don't know Ooh. if there's anything that really sticks out to me. You can beyond. go to hell. <laughs> can we give him a sound effect like a, like a hot like that? Was I'm the a only great, one that said something semi-controversial. That was a great take. That was a take. It's like a nice, nice piece of our emoma. And you're like, I, I like this. I like how it looks. I love everything about its piece. It's I love pretty. the story, its context. It's just calling it pretty. But I'm not going to look at it again. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a complete opposite. I love it. It's I a, listen to Dreams every morning. It's a Brandy album with better marketing. Ooh. Like, it, we are, yes. And I love yes. Brandy. Wow. You know, I, like, I'll be real. Like, oh, full moon. As writers, we need to get out of it. Like, or just people with music, we have to get out of this. Like, just because it's interesting means it's like great. You know what I'm saying? I think like the Solange album is interesting to pontificate about and talk about, but how many people are listening to that album and getting some semblance of enjoyment out of it? Right. I don't know. Like, if, like, do you think it's as good as their previous album? No, I think her previous album was. I, well, I think her previous her previous album was so good is because it hit at the right time. Like she's yeah. talking about shit, and it was the perfect time for it to drop. Um, so I, don't, I may not ask if I need to compare. I do. I think they're comparable. I don't. But do I think if I had to choose one, I see the table is better. But I thoroughly enjoy um, uh, her new joint. Right. Um, like I like thoroughly. Like I listen to it like almost every day. Um, wow, you really like it. Yeah, I really, really, really like it. Every like I, day. I really, I listen to Dreams every. I'm like, this is no gas. I listen to Dreams every morning. Just so it can be like, I need to start my day off on the. On the so, good is there note. anything on it that like matches a song like "Cranes in the Sky"? I know everyone talks about that. I but no, because there's so, nothing that goes that high to me. It kind of is just one one note. They're all just level. sketches, right? They don't feel like fully formed ideas. Just kind of good sketches that were never finished. Yeah, Ooh. and you're gonna have like she. You promote it as like having Devin the Dude on the album, but Devin the Dude is like this voice, like in static in yeah. the background. She does like a. She grabs like a lot. Yeah, I think aesthetics is the right word. She grabs like a lot of things and adds it in. But like, I think like, but I, there's records on there that like I generally think are, are great, they're great, great shit. So like, songs, sounds of the rain, I love, I love Ben's, my skin, my You're logo, just going down the whole tree, dreams. The whole I'm beats because I can't remember. I'm bad. With, I remember not with wow. names. Um, and of course, I think her cranes of the sky record is. Um, um, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Almeida, that's yeah, with Cardi. Yeah. That's her cranes in the sky. That's the one everyone goes to for like the bop, you know. But it's it's not. Is <laughs> it that big as cranes in the sky? No, like cranes in the sky. Like you play it like that's being played at weddings. Yeah, I think that's that's like the magnitude of that. Like, um, is it something as big as that? No, but as a collective body of work, is it as good? Yeah. I'm glad I finally found a brother because I've gotten people yelling at me for being like, "That's gotcha. oh, safe space." No, it's I, I definitely. But then, like when, when y'all see a take, like I definitely have friends who's like, "Oh no, this album is big trash." Like Ooh. I had legit no, friends. No one on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no one on Twitter no, saying that. No one. On t- <laughs> can't go on there with Twitter like that. Uh, but I definitely internally had friends like it'd be like, "Oh, so what you listen to?" Um, just listen to Slime Shop. I'm like, "Yeah, that shit's big trash." Like Ooh. people legit straight quote. 
And I'd be like, damn, am I off? I'm like, am I crazy? But yeah, I mean, teachers on. That's the beauty of music. Right. Um, well, that is today's show. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Dan, Eric, uh, we don't need you anymore. So we're going to start doing this ourselves. <laughs> so much easier. And better mood overall. Thank you for coming through. No, I thank you guys for having me. Socials, handles, anything you want to promote? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me on socials at Otter God, G-A-W-D, like the animal otter. And, you know, check out what I have going on at Rolling Stone. So I keep getting that chick. Nice. Where's, where's the otter from? To answer that quick. Uh, I used to work at the sneaker company and I was talking shit about them on social media and I thought that they would find me. So I was like, quick, quick, quick. What do you like? And I'm like, otters are cute. And then I was just like, big Sean was big. And I was like, God. And I was like, I have it. And I just never changed it. <laughs> it's smart. Boom. Awesome. So yeah, see you guys next time. Hey.